What's up, everyone? Welcome to the first official episode on the Sportsbag MD podcast. My name is Dr. Rajay Turner Jr. I am a current uh, chief resident here in UT Houston for another two weeks. Uh, thank God, about to graduate. Uh, who's going to go on and pursue a primary care sports medicine fellowship, which will also be here in Houston. Um, Of course, first thing you're wondering on a podcast is what is this podcast going to be about? Well, it's going to be about a lot of things, honestly. Um, One, it's going to be me just kind of spitballing most of the time, uh, having natural conversation with you guys. Um, But it's going to kind of be a motivational podcast. Um, It's also going to kind of talk about my trials and tribulations to get where I'm currently at. Um, how to never give up on your dreams, um, and more importantly, how to keep up that ideal work-life balance amongst medical students, residents, fellows, doctors, whoever it may be. Um, You know, the biggest thing in medicine nowadays is burnout, stress, um, people having the ability to have a life and things like that. Um, if you guys go and follow me on Instagram, my Instagram is at sportsbagmd. It's as simple as it gets. Um, <laughs> there will be stories later on of how Bag got involved and things like that. Uh, but I, I started this back, uh, it's June now. I started back in December, January, where I honestly uh, was at an interesting point in my life where I was waiting to find out about my sports medicine fellowship and if I would match and things like that. And you know, I was on a night shift for the whole month um, in residency, and I was like, you know what, let's let's do a makeshift little podcast. I already have a uh, fantasy football podcast, which please go follow it. It's at Blue Bag Podcast. That is B-L-E-U Bag Podcast. Um, but anyways, I started kind of talking on Instagram and did a couple of videos, and I got some good feedback. So, you know, I become comfortable talking on the mic for my fantasy football podcast with my boy Blue, and... You know, it's something that I think is a good idea. I've always told people my journey has never been just A to B. It's kind of been rocky. It's had its ups and downs, of course, just like anything in life. And I always told my family members and things like that that I would always kind of tell my story once I got closer to the end of it just because I I think it's a perfect example of how to never give up on your dreams because trust me, there were definitely a lot of points Um, on my journey to where I was ready, not necessarily to give up because I don't like to give up, but I never thought I would fulfill my ultimate goal of being like a sports medicine doctor, which is, you know, what what I'm about to train for. So um, a little background on me. I'm from Houston, Texas. Um, I have a mother and father who are still happily married, um, two younger sisters, and I come from a family of medicine. I mean, my dad is an OB-GYN here in Houston, Texas. Um, and my sisters are currently in going into their fourth year of medical school. Um, we like to call ourselves Turner Prize. Um, <laughs> there's a lot of reasons behind that, but uh, they will come to fruition hopefully in the next couple months, and you guys will be able to see. Um, but you know, it's it's crazy. You know, a lot of people ask, "How do you guys get to where you're at?" As a family full of doctors, that's crazy, and it's it's. It is very crazy looking back and, you know, kind of as you're going through the motions, you don't ever really take a step back to kind of appreciate what's going on. And now that I'm coming to the end of my residency training, I'm looking and seeing where my sisters are at and, you know, how they're about to embark on the entire application process for residency and how scary that was and, you know, how much trouble I had with it myself. And, you know, I I honestly just I pray every single night for them, um, you know, because they'll be fine. I'll, I'll say this. They were much 
<laughs> they're much smarter than I ever was. Um, and then, they, of course, they have my uh, mess-ups to help them along the way to be like, hey, don't do this, don't do that. So um, it's definitely different times, and, I, you know, they'll be fine. Um, what are they doing? Uh, maybe I'll tell you guys eventually. I, I do know one of them is doing OB-GYN, following in my dad's footsteps. Um, and then the other one, um, she is considering PM&R right now, which is physical medicine and rehab, which is a up-and-coming specialty. And I'm hoping, um, if she ever listens to this, that she eventually decides to go into sports medicine as well because she does love sports and maybe we can one day work together that would that would be amazing uh but you know it's it's crazy looking back and kind of getting into the motivational side of things and you know i'm i'm a very religious person i um i haven't been to church in a very long time which is shame on me but i do get on my knees every night and pray um i read my devotionals and things like that and it's crazy cuz you know through life and I really encourage you guys to go and listen to my videos from six months ago. Um, I was a six, seven months ago, honestly, I was in a completely different headspace. I mean, like I told you guys in those videos, 2020 was such an interesting time for me um, from a family perspective, from a personal perspective, from a career perspective. I mean, there was so much uncertainty in my life. Um, which don't get it wrong, I'm a very certain person when it comes to things, but you always wonder, it's like, why Why does God put you in certain situations? And, you know, the further away you get from those situations, you start to realize why he did it. Um, and I'm really starting to see why he did those things now. Um, 2021 has been a complete 180 for me. I mean, to put in perspective, I found out literally the first week of the year that I matched <laughs> into my number one choice for primary care sports medicine, which has been a, a lifelong goal of mine, um, which I'll probably dive into my next episode, on my next episode of, you know, what happened in the interview process and things like that. But it, it, it couldn't have started any better. Um, you know, I, I have been grinding for so long. And when people ask me, like, hey, man, how long did it take to get to where you're at? Well, first off, I'm not even done yet, but to give you guys an idea, I graduated from Vanderbilt in 2011, and I mean, it kind of hit me um, a couple months ago because I got my invitation for my 10-year reunion, and I was like, dang, you're getting old, RJ. <laughs> like, you know, it, it, it's wild to think that I graduated from college 10 years ago, but it's you know, it's been a long journey. Uh, I wouldn't have changed a single step or hiccup in the road because it has honestly made me such a better person today and a more mature and ready to hit the ground running with anything that approaches me in life, honestly. Um, you know, the whole thing of COVID and the other thing that was, it's not funny, but it, it's kind of crazy looking back is literally one year ago, I had COVID, um, which it's, it's crazy to see how things are progressing with regards to that aspect because yes um, I still am in Houston and as most people know Texas has been wide open from a COVID perspective for a long time now and it's crazy to just think I mean I never I never imagined that it would have happened that fast I really thought that we were going to be kind of on lockdown for a while um, but you know God willing and thankfully things ha are getting better um, it, to the point where you know, people aren't wearing masks as much anymore, and you're starting to see those typical 
RSV and other uh, pulmonary viruses that people or upper respiratory viruses that people typically get um, throughout normal years before COVID. And so it's crazy. Um, you know, the other thing is I, I told God, every, not everyone, I told everyone I was honestly going to start this podcast probably four or five months ago and I really didn't. Uh, mainly because I had a lot of things. I mean, I matched my fellowship, but then I had to focus on my board exam, which thank God I passed, um, which I have a very long history of not doing well on standardized test taking. But I think for the first time, I just put my head down, studied, understood the material. Um, and, you know, just I, I got it past me. I did really well on my board exam um, above the national average. And it's I can't, I can't thank anybody other than God on that, and and then you know pat myself on the back. It's it's okay to pat yourself on the back from time to time and tell yourself good job because honestly, I was so nervous coming out of that test just because of my history of test taking, um, and it, it's crazy because my sisters are embarking on that journey now, taking their uh, USMLE step exams, which I I don't wish those on on my biggest enemy <laughs> and I mean that from the bottom of my heart I struggled so much with those exams and seeing my sisters go through it um it, it's crazy but you know I wish them the best I know they'll do fine and it's things like that but then also after my board exams then you know I had a couple vacations uh went to Tulum went to Cabo um went to Tulum for a bachelor party with my more my more boys um <laughs> That was honestly uh, the best trip of my life and couldn't have come at a better time. It's exactly what I needed. Um, people say, how was Tulum? And so I've been to Mexico several times. Um, you know, I've, I've been very fortunate growing up because of my dad and I, dad and mom, of course. And, you know, they've always taught us to appreciate the finer things in life and wanted to show us what we could eventually have one day if we worked hard. So... We went to Tulum, and I've been telling people since I left, like, man, that was the best trip of my life. And I've been to Greece, I've been to Mykonos, I've been to Athens, and thing like that, things like that. Now, don't get me wrong, you know, you don't beat the views in Greece, but in terms of the overall vibes and just the entire trip in, in its entirety, Tulum was second to none in my book so far. Um, it was the right people, the right crowd. Um, and I wouldn't have, I'm so glad that I was able to make it because as a lot of my residents and medical students and fellows and even physicians know, it's hard to go on group and friend trips just because of our schedules. I mean, I've missed so many things um, because of it, but thank God that's coming towards the end. I'm starting to become more of a, uh, the attending side of things uh, soon enough. Uh, the other thing is we went to Cabo. Uh, that was more of a family trip and slash a wedding um, for one of our great family family friends, and it was absolutely beautiful. Um, it was kind of the other spectrum of things. Granted, it was a big party, huge fun, um, but it was really about family time. Uh, you know, it, I couldn't remember. We hadn't been on a family trip, which is very, very hard, as you guys can imagine. My dad being a physician, my sisters being in med school, me being in residency, it's so hard to take family vacations and it just timed out where we were all able to go and the last one we had been on was the Bahamas like two and a half years ago so you know everybody always says they want to go on one of the Turner family vacations because it's honestly 
you know, when you work in a high-stress environment like we all do, it, and you're able to just let loose and relax and not have to worry about work for once and being tired 24-7, it, it literally brings out the best in us. Um, and so we had the time of our lives. Um, my dad was, of course, a, a huge hit, uh, as he always is, uh, showing up best dressed to everything and life of the party, dancing everywhere, getting people dancing. It was just, it was a great time. Um, and then, uh, you know, I've been back and <laughs> depressing as it is, I mean, it's not really depressing, it's the end of residency, but this month, uh, I've been back on the inpatient side of things, working Monday, Monday through Friday, 6 a.m. to 6 p.m., and then going in on Saturday at noon to Sunday at 7 a.m. or 6 a.m., so, you know, like an 18-hour shift. So, yes, I technically work every single day. I do get my 24 hours off. Um, in case the duty hour violation people are listening, <laughs> but, um, you know, it's, I'm like, man, I told my sister Angel the other day, I, or when we were at dinner, I was like, oh, I'm on the impatient side of things. I'm going to be depressed. Um, and not literally, it's just me kind of joking around, not to say depression is a joke. I'm just figuratively speaking with regards to my work schedule. Uh, cause you would think and not think I know come July 1 with my sports medicine fellowship I'm ready to hit the ground running um, get to the grind because now at this point I'll be working for you know I'm working to prove that I'm capable of being a sports medicine doctor and that yeah I want a job um, because that's of course the end goal and you you would like to enjoy some time off your last month uh, leading up to it but it is what it is it's only a one-year fellowship Um, and it's what I want to do um See, the other thing, there's been so many people that ask me, you know, oh, you don't get any time off. And I'm like, man, honestly, I just had two great vacations, two weeks off. I don't I don't really need the time off. I'm ready to, you know, when you people always say when you love something, it doesn't really feel like a job. And honestly, when I've done my sports medicine rotations, it yeah, it, it feels like a job to a sense, because, of course, ideally, everyone wants to win the lotto and never have to do a single thing in their life. But that's not how life works. Right. So being a primary care sports medicine doctor is my lifelong well i'd probably say my second half of my lifelong goal because i didn't even know it existed at first which i'll talk about in the next episode but um it's it's exciting i can't wait uh i'll be covering u of h football university of houston football for my non-houston listeners uh houston baptist university pretty much any sport that they need coverage with also be helping out with uh, the Houston Dynamo and the Houston Dash, which are the professional soccer team for men and women in Houston. That will be so exciting. Um, and then uh, a lot of my mentors and bosses and attendings I'll be working with help out with the Texans, the Rockets. Uh, so I can't wait to absolutely absorb all of their knowledge, um, get the appropriate training. Uh, I mean, it's just, it's it's something that I never honestly thought would happen. I can't I can't stress on that enough. So, you know, that's really why I'm making the podcast uh, to begin with is to kind of show you guys my journey and things like that. And and honestly, just to come on here and just chop it up with y'all, get things off my chest. Not everything's always peachy and fruity. Um, Like if you listen to my uh, Instagram videos from a couple months ago, um, you can definitely tell I was... uh, in a different time in my life, just a lot of uncertainty, like I said earlier, and now it's like the picture is so clear, it's crazy. Um, end of residency, it's it hasn't really hit me that it's coming on, 
Um, but you know, my one of my best friends that uh, will definitely be one of the best men in my wedding, and he his name's Cody. I'm not gonna say his last name because y'all don't need to know it. Uh, but he's an orthopedic resident. Uh, I met him back in 2012 when we started medical school. Um, you know, we have similar last names. So we were close together in the alphabet. So pretty much in medical school, everything's alphabet based. So we did a lot of things together. Um, and he, I, I remember meeting him at our white coat ceremony and he was just like, hey, you like sports? Um, and this, this is dude from Arizona. He's like, hey, you like sports? And I was like, yeah, you like to have fun? And he was like, yeah. And so, you know, we kind of hit it off from day one, but he just graduated from his orthopedic residency, which is a five year program. Um, Friday this past Friday and man I was like it's crazy like I mean literally to think that we're at the end of the road um, in terms of our training and you know when you're going through the training it's I'm not gonna lie it's it's difficult at times it's it's like is there is there an end to this madness um, you know long hours little sleep um, constantly go, 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 studying. I mean, it, it, it's, I tell people all the time that, you know, they ask if you could go back, would you do medicine again? And it's, it's, you think about how much you've gone through. I honestly tell people, no, I wouldn't. Um, now am I happy I went through it? Yes, absolutely. Because the delayed gratification, which my dad always harped on as we were going through our training and things like that, um, it's so worth it. Um, and like I tell people, I'm not, I'm not completely fulfilled in my gratification, but man, I'm, I got a good chunk of it when I matched into my primary care sports medicine fellowship. Cause that, that was really, really what I wanted. And I honestly, I didn't know that I would get a spot. I mean, I know I had done what I needed to do in residency, but like I told you guys, I struggled through exams through medical school and those definitely are still a part of your application. Um, so I, it haunted me for a while. I just tried to not think about it. Um, so, you know, it's, it, it's crazy, but a couple things, uh, you know, that are coming up for me personally, uh, my 32nd birthday, um, July 7th. So feel free to send me any gifts if you want. Um, got my grandpa's 80th birthday on July 4th. Um, that's going to be exciting. Uh, maybe we can do something together for our birthdays. And uh, got my dad's 60th birthday coming up in August. Um, those are those are all pretty big milestones. Of course, my sister's birthday is both coming up. Um, but you know, it's it's crazy. Um, life life is moving. Um, there's times when you feel like it's going slow, and then it's times where you feel like it's going super super fast and I guess the biggest thing that you have to learn to appreciate, which is something that I was struggling with in 2020 is, man, it's your family is so important. Your family, your friends, your loved ones, they are so important. Um, and that's something that I feel like I fell out of, not love with, but just fell out of routine with. Um, I, I just kind of fell in the lull of residency and kind of going through my motions day to day and not really necessarily I'd be there when I absolutely needed to for my family things like that but what about just being there in general I, I was somebody who was always there for his family no matter what and it was definitely a time in the middle of residency where I wasn't um you know I was hard to reach I oh I'm at work I'm busy what's up I, you know when somebody calls you don't pick up and so I, I've tried to 
I've been telling people I've been trying to make it more of a habit where I'm, you know, I'm calling my sisters, checking up on them, calling my parents, checking up on them, calling my grandparents. Um, you know, rest in peace to my father's parents. Uh, you know, love them to death. But one thing I do regret to a degree is that when it came towards the later years of their life, that even if I just called them and said hello, um, because you know, as as your grandparents do get older, you know. It, they're not able to do as much um so and with as busy as my schedule is it's hard to see them sometimes so you know my mom's parents are thankfully still alive um my papa uh <laughs> and my mama uh man I, they are they are some two strong two very strong individuals gone through a lot of things in terms of health uh, with their lives but man they both got covid and survived that so <laughs> round of applause to them uh, but yeah, I, I've told myself, and I'm still working on it, um, definitely not perfect, that I need to just call them, even if it's a five-second conversation, um, just to let them know, hey, how you doing? Talk sports. I mean, he loves to talk sports. So that that's one thing I'm continuing to work on. And then, particularly with my sisters, as they go on, continue to, I mean, they they are about to start the grind. I mean, technically, Angel already started the grind of, impressing like the OB-GYN attendings and working to try to get a spot in residency, which is, it, I can't even emphasize to you guys how hard it is. Um, and then Rachel's about to start that soon as well. Um, I just, you know, as I get on things, cause I'm toward the point where, um, I'm not established, but I'm to the point where I'm comfortable, but hungry at the same time, if that makes sense to you guys, like I'm comfortable because I've got my foot in the door to where I need to be, but now I'm hungry to like excel where I'm at. For them, they're working to get their foot in the door, if that makes sense. A lot of times in life, it's very difficult to get your foot in the door to places. But once you do, you then open the door to conversations that you can have to establish yourself in that situation, no matter what it is in life. Medicine, business, friendships, relationships, um, it really, doesn't matter you can apply it to everything um so i'm just gonna make sure that you know i am there whenever they need me call etc um because i know at the end of the day they will be fine um no matter how their uh journey ends up it may have hiccups like mine did it may not it may work be perfect um but whatever it is you just gotta always know all things happen for a reason um you guys will hear me say that so many times on this podcast because it is literally the single quote that I absolutely live by um, because I have had so many things go on in my life where I'm just like why God like why did that happen to me um, why is it happening right now and that's kind of how I was seven months ago and man it it, it always comes to fruition it always comes to light and it's, it, it's crazy you just got to keep the faith um, what else um, I'm not I want to also tell you guys I'm not going to make these long long episodes they're going to be like 25 30 minutes long uh keep it short and sweet something you can listen to on the way to work and things like that um other things i'm going to talk about health and fitness uh because i'm i am definitely a fitness freak i love to work out um i'm all i'm honestly i created a goal for myself recently that i want to uh get my abs and body looking like it was when I was 2019 or 20, 2018, um, a couple months ago, I was looking at myself in the mirror and I was like, man, I guess you just don't, you lose your abs after, after 30. 
Um, but you know, I, I'm changing my diet and things like that. So I'm gonna see if I can get down to that weight. Uh, life is about creating challenges for yourself, man. Um, it's you know, it's very, very, very easy to fall into a routine and just kind of go with the flow. Um, spice things up, switch it up. Be like, hey, I'm gonna lose five pounds, or hey, I'm gonna gain five pounds of muscle, or I'm gonna go try something new. I'm, you know, I'm the stairmaster king for anybody who wants to challenge me. Um, but you know, do something new. I, I, and when you do it, um, encourage other people around you. Um, you know, if you see people struggling in that avenue and they and you know they need help, which honestly we have to do better as a society and encouraging strangers and encouraging um, family members, especially. Let's just start there. Family members and friends. Man, go work out. Go exercise. Um, man, put yourself in a situation to live as long as possible and to live a healthy, happy life that hopefully you don't have any health conditions, which you may already be predisposed to based off your ethnicity or family tree. I mean, like me, it's no shame in my game. I have high blood pressure. I take blood pressure medication. And I've always worked out except for like, when I did my general surgery intern year, which I'll get into eventually, where I gained 30 pounds and I was super, super big and all kind of things. But, man, I, I exercise five to six days a week and my blood pressure is still high. I still have to take medication. I mean, it's some things you just can't avoid. So, you know, I think we definitely need to start as a society and just help our family members out, um, get them back into the working out because everybody does it. Um, especially me being a family medicine doctor, soon to be sports doctor. Um, I have to practice. I always say practice what you preach. Uh, I can't be in the clinic telling my patients to work out and eat healthy if I'm not doing it, right? Um, I, I, I can't stand hypocrisy. Um, it's something that's a huge problem um, in America and life and in society in general. It's other people telling people to do things that they're not even doing. So you got to start with yourself and then help spread the love. But... You know, I'm not going to talk too much longer. And actually, I'm probably going to wrap it up because I want to keep some um, stuff for the upcoming episodes. I'm not going to be doing episodes weekly. Um, I'm probably going to be doing them bi-weekly, tri-weekly, just because I want to have things to talk about and not just talk about the same things every time. Um, but like I told you guys, I'm finishing up residency um, I'll probably do another episode here um, at the end of the month after I have my graduation dinner uh, in about 10 days. Uh, so that'll be exciting. And then I also have like the sports medicine graduation dinner, which I'll be attending um, for the fellows who are leaving. And then I got my birthday in like 30 something days. <laughs> but uh, I hope you guys enjoyed the first episode. Um, and I can't wait to, you know, embark on this journey with you guys, uh, through the sports medicine world. Deuces.